Because it's time for another episode of Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. My name is Alex, your host and guide through our Outwatch journey, where we recap, rewatch, and react to past seasons of Survivor. Today, we are taking on the tenth episode of Survivor Micronesia, which is Survivor's sixteenth season. This is titled "I Promise." Dot dot dot. What will be promised? Who will promise it? Stay tuned, and these questions and more will all be answered for you. But before (laughs) we move on to what happened this episode, um, it's time that you meet the rest of the Outwatch squad, because whether you are watching this series for the first time or doing your own rewatch or simply reflecting on our past seasons, uh, we're glad that you have joined us. So first... Um, Scott, let's mix it up a little bit. Welcome to Outwatch, Scott. Hello. How's um, it going? It's going great, Scott. You could say that I'm um doing better than Eric in a Micronesian traditional feast. <laughs> uh there's a lot that happens this episode. This is another all-timer, um, no doubt. But uh, this immunity challenge is one of the is an excellent immunity challenge, and we get another version of Jeff tempting the um, the survivor contestants off of the platform with various foodstuffs, um, and it, it culminates with after a grueling six hours, Jeff brings out a plate of food for everyone, and uh, Jason drops out to get himself this food and everyone else, and so I, I'm wondering. Scott, what would be on that plate of food that Jeff brings out that would entice you to uh, jump off and sacrifice your chance at immunity? So if I want, my first thought was to be Survivor Funny Guy, and that's chocolate and peanut butter. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Hey, Scott, that's fucking funny. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you know, you know. Um, For me personally, I think some wings would probably do it for me. My first thought is buffalo wings, but that would maybe I'd pay for that later. Yeah, for sure. Island Scotland. (laughs) Just like Eric paid for twenty days on an island, not real food, and then buffalo. buffalo (laughs) (laughs) We would need that. We would need the Charmin sponsorship. (laughs) (laughs) Where's the Charmin tea house when you need it? <laughs> Excellent. Oh, I love it. Uh Scott, where's your where's your favorite wing spot? And is it oh wing God. spot? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> is it wing spot? My favorite wing spot. Um being that we all we all live in and around the indie area, Ale Emporium is mm. kind of my spot right now. Good wings. Um there I tried their Hermanaki wings for the first time this last week which is kind of like a teriyaki-ish one. And they were very good. But I do like their buffalo wings, too. I need to try that. 
Never had them. Yes. Uh, Emily, welcome to Outwatch. Thank you for having me. What would be on that plate of food to get you off of the immunity challenge? Um, probably pizza. Yeah. Which is like a very typical survivor thing, but I, this past week, thought to myself, I think I could eat pizza every day. Yeah. <laughs> and be very pleased with that. And I, yeah, I think that that would be the thing that would be, that would break me. Okay, same thing then. Where's your favorite pizza spot or your favorite individual oh, pie? It depends on what kind. There's so many kinds. All right, give, yeah, 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 yeah. Do I want like an oven fired pizza? I would like to go to Kingdo. Mm-hmm. Would I like a nice, cheesy, like classic comfort pizza? I'll go to Giacomo. These are all East Side. Yep. In, in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Detroit style is Futura. Yep, we have all kinds of pizza on the east side. Futura? Never even heard of that. Futuro. Futuro. Yeah, you should check it out. They're uh, they're moving into Black uh, Circle, actually. Oh, no way. Okay. That's right by me. Yeah, It's Excellent. like a by the slice kind of thing, so I don't know if it's going to be the Detroit style, but yeah. Nice. What is Detroit style? So Detroit style is cooked in cast iron it's like really thick uh and then like heavy sauce so like little caesars is like the fast food version of detroit style pizza okay um but like really good detroit style pizza nothing quite like it it's like pan pizza almost okay have you ever had jets (laughs) jets is detroit style yeah it's pretty good Mm -hmm. i'm one of the i'm the type of person though like i've not like there is bad pizza, but generally I like all pizzas. Yeah, even even bad pizza. Even still bad pizza. Yeah, even bad pizza is still pretty good. Yeah, how right. many times have we eat Pizza X in college and enjoy it? Yeah. Uh, Adam, welcome to Outwatch. So good to be here. What's on Jeff's plate? You know, the thing that Jeff kept bringing out—he brought out like candy, brought out like donuts. And the entire time I was just thinking, like, I don't know what it is about being on an island, but none of those things sound good to me. Yeah. Like, it's going to be. You say, you say, I don't know what it is about being on an island. Like, you're on an island. (laughs) (laughs) People got off for a bowl of candy. And I'm like, why? I think that would just make me feel sick. Exactly. I need calories. I need real calories, not empty calories here. So I, I, I would probably get off for pizza. But, like, the thing that I would probably definitely get off for you know what I mean, would be a, a burger. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't even eat that much meat. Like, I'm, like, once a week, I'll eat, I'll eat meat. Yeah. But, like, I, if he brought out a burger, it doesn't even, like, fries or no fries, like, I'd probably be off that. I, I'd, I'd tear my hand down mm-hmm. so fast. Mm-hmm. I'd get Nickelodeon slimed faster than you could say. <laughs> Shrine Nickelodeon. <laughs> You know, I never connected that maybe he was making a joke about it looking like Nickelodeon yeah. slime. Oh, it's yeah. 100%. I, it was. I got it right away. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. I will have you know, I did pull it. What the Nickelodeon is going on around here? <laughs> yeah. James is absolutely on one this episode, and it's yeah. incredible. It's a great one. <laughs> Dang, I didn't even think about it, that it was getting slimed. That's yeah, so good. I didn't yeah. <laughs> My joke was going to be that now that this is uh, airing on Paramount+, Plus, which is also the home of the complete Nickelodeon library, 
It is. James is probably pretty excited about that. What in the Nickelodeon is going on around here? It's so good. He realized that he's talking about getting slimed. I love James so much. Yeah, he's a well, complete like, treasure. What, one of the first people to get slimed has like a gr- has uh, the to dump the water bucket green, has yeah. green water even yeah. so it like yeah. straight up looks like Nickelodeon slime. Oh, like, that's so good. I don't know why they needed to for people not getting this reference. Yeah, the, sorry, we haven't explained it yet. <laughs> yeah, so the challenge: everyone had to hold their hand above their head, and they had like a, a strap on their wrist that was attached to a bucket above them. And so if they dropped their hand, then the water would like fall on them. But everybody had a different color bucket and the water inside the bucket was like colored. Mm-hmm. And when it fell, like people, ha- it looked like paint. Yeah, like it, it was very, yeah. very dyed. And I was like, there's no, I don't understand the point of that. Yeah. But The water didn't need to be color coordinated. It really didn't. Like, I think we're going to know if a bucket of water fell. <laughs> it adds to the production value. <laughs> you get those sweet, you know, screen grabs of people covered in green water. Yeah. The the best part was that actually the they, they like stood there for so long that some people dumped the bucket and the like dye had started to separate from the water. Yeah. So like some parts of it were like way more colored than other parts. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, maybe that's what because when they yeah when they showed people they had like splotches on them. Yeah. So maybe that's what that was that separated, which is also gross. Yeah. All right, let's get into this episode. There's really so much to break down in this one. There's a lot that happens. Uh, lots of it's like every every little sequence we get is just wonderful. So let's start by taking a trip down to Tree Mail and walking through what happens this episode. Let's do it. This one starts out right at the top with Sari mentioning that you know maybe if that idol was real and we f- it got flushed and Ozzy got voted out. Maybe that actually wouldn't be so bad. At the reward challenge, it's an obstacle course and a memory um, puzzle for a traditional feast and experience at Yap, which is a neighboring island. Um, they do a schoolyard pick. Sari isn't picked and is sent to exile. And Jason, Ozzy, Eric, and Amanda are the contingent that win award- the reward and get to feast. At this um, reward, which we will surely talk about in detail, um, Eric gets sick on beer and betel nut, which is like chewing tobacco, um, and he has a tough night. Also having a tough night is Sari, who is dealing with the elements at exile. And back at camp, it's James and the girls, um, and they are sleeping, and James wakes them all up by working. Um, and they get upset with him, and then James gets upset right back. And this kind of is the catalyst, which leads to some dissension in this major favorites alliance, where Parvati and Alexis are frustrated with Ozzy, James and Amanda are wary of Parvati, and it looks like we may have trouble in paradise. The immunity challenge is what we have been referring to. you got to hold your arm above your head to keep a bucket of water from falling on you. And after several temptations and rain, six hours in, Jeff brings out a huge plate of food for everyone, and everybody guarantees, some of which with crossed fingers, that they won't vote out Jason if he drops out. So after thinking about it, he does so, and Parvati is the winner of the challenge. Um, 
yeah, plenty of credit due to her too, who stays up there for freaking six hours. Um, back at camp, Ozzy and James intend to vote Jason, but Sari sees this as a golden opportunity to finally enact a plan to vote out Ozzy. Um, so a contingent is formed, and at tribal council, Ozzy does not play his idol. And in a thrilling blindside, Ozzy has the wet, the rug swept out from underneath him, voted out five to four here at this junction. Um, one of the one of the truest blindsides, I think, that we've seen in our Survivor watching. I think it's truly somebody who a, a group of people who have completely committed to this person. Just stabbing him in the back without warning, right? Which makes for great TV. Um, Emily loses Ozzy here from um, your tribe, leaving you with just Sari and Parvati. No slouches, though, that you've got left on the squad. Um, Let's talk about Ozzy, what went wrong for him here, um, and what he brought to the table here in Survivor Micronesia. Yeah, Ozzy was an interesting player this time. I think when we saw him the first time, he was just a really strong physical threat that became more and more evident as the game went on. And he was very, like, not stressed about his social game, it seemed. Like, he just kind of, he wasn't, like, leading the game, and he was in with people, but he was just very casual about it. Mm-hmm. And this season, you see that he is definitely a leader, even though he doesn't want to admit that. Yeah. And I think he was very loyal with his alliance. But I think more than that, he was really, he just got a big head. Like, I really think that he did. And I think we saw that in a lot of different ways. And I think he sometimes tried to chalk that up to like, even when he was leaving his little exit speech. Yeah. He was just like, I'm just so, I mean, he did say like, I think he said, I'm an idiot or something like that. I feel like an idiot, but he was also just so pissed at his alliance. But I mean, like, (laughs) I, yeah, I just think that he was, he allowed himself to be blindsided because he just got too comfortable, which is what I always say. And we all know as soon as you start sitting pretty, you know, you're in trouble. And he did not seem to notice that happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i mean the fact that he he did i mean he was in very strong with his alliance he had a great physical game good social game like i just think he had a good game he mm-hmm. just kind of got a little too comfortable yeah yeah i wonder what the rest of the season looks like if he does like if they kind of go with the chalk plan and vote Jason out here, right? Like mm-hmm. Jason is the one who has, and, and Parvati too, have been the main ones to challenge him. Yeah. Does Ozzy go on an immunity tear and right. like make it, and he has an idol, right? So there's another right. uh, tribal council that he's guaranteed through. Um, yeah. You, you look at this from an X's and O's perspective and you can't blame his alliance for like taking the shot here if they want to win. Right. right? Um, Harvey yeah. says something to this effect where it's like, um, I like Ozzy. I want to work with Ozzy, but if he's in the game, my chances of winning aren't as good. And like, yeah, I'm here to win. Right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Cause he's, he just became such a threat. And mm-hmm. I think at this point in the game with the merge, 
it's like you have to get him out or else he will very possibly win this whole thing. Yeah. And so they took the shot and they best not miss. And they did not. Yeah. Um, cool. Come for the king and the kill. That's right. <laughs> cool. So let's talk about some of our highlights from this episode. Again, no shortage of things to discuss here. Um, Adam, you want to kick us off with your your high water mark from this episode? Uh, um, I really enjoyed the uh, the little scene we got of James trying to do some work around camp, yeah. while also very obviously trying to wake up the three other people. <laughs> Quite enjoyable to yeah. me, and then. Uh, Harmony with no sense of self awareness mm-hmm. talks about how annoying it is that James is tending to the fire. Yeah, yeah, she's like, uh, "James, three people are trying to sleep here." <laughs> it's like that's it's just the like problem. a total misunderstanding of who James is as a person, for <laughs> like, sure. Yes, like, that should never be your response to him doing work. I wrote down this is like peak flashback China James here. Yes. Where he's, yeah. where, where he's just so fed up with his tribe for like not working and, you know, not voting for the right people. This is a total flashback to that. Yeah, it really is. I believe at one point part of his work is that he just got a large like stick and was just slamming it on the ground yeah, for he was. no discernible <laughs> it was, reason. He was just slamming the stick and then it, <laughs> and he starts like sharpening the machete along a different piece of metal to make yeah, a really yeah. loud noise. It's pretty great. Very Matthew Von Ertfelda of him to sharpen the, <laughs> to yes. sharpen the machete. <laughs> what in the Nickelodeon is going on around here? <laughs> Such a clean take, too. We don't get good enough, like, clean takes at tribal, you know, reward challenges like that. Yeah. Uh, Scott, what about you? What was, um, what was a point of, um, of note here? Uh, so for me, I say this because Jason Siska is on my fantasy team. He is a freaking moron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the sense of this game, I, I don't know him personally. Sure, I don't don't want to don't want to go that far. But <laughs> I don't know. I would never trust blindly trust people the way he did in that like immunity challenge, and it almost cost. Yeah, him. run this back for us, Scott. Ta- give us the play by play of how this happened. Yeah, so he is in the immunity challenge, and he's going you know toe to toe with Parvati. Kind of reaches that point in the challenge where like. You know, neither one is really going to give. Doesn't look like they're going to give. Um, so Jeff brings the plate of food out, and the deal is, if one of them drops, the everybody gets this plate of food. Um, but if not, nobody gets it. Um, and for some reason, everybody's like, "Jason, you should be the one to drop." I don't know why nobody looked at Parvati yeah. and drop. Uh-huh. I was like, "Jason, you should be the one to drop." And Parvati's like, "Yeah, Jason, you make some friends." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <That's> savage. <laughs> um, so Jason, he's got his head back turned to everybody. So everybody that has left the challenge is behind him. Mm-hmm. He is standing facing away from him with his arm in the air. He's like, "I'll drop, but only if I get into some assurances that I won't get voted out." So everybody behind him is like, got their fingers crossed, like, 
they cross their fingers and say, I promise to not vote you out. Um, clearly, like, they're going to vote him out. Basically is what they're going to mean. Yeah. So, so he agrees to this and is basically like, well, I guess I got to trust everybody that, that their word after the fact. <laughs> and it's like, dude, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> and like, even Ozzy was like, if you're that big of a like idiot to do that, you deserve to like get voted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know. And Maybe after, I'm being too hard. But. Afterwards, Jason's like, this is really good for me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he so just, the the finger crossing was the thing that really got me about that yeah. because like like how childish are That's we guys? What I said, like, I said you, this, yeah. these are children. You like, can so you stupid. you can just promise and then go back on it. Like right. finger crossing lie, exactly. doesn't change anything. <laughs> like what are we doing? Listen, I lied to you, but I finger crossed, so it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> right. it's okay. Yeah, it's so silly. I haven't I haven't thought about like crossing your fingers to nullify a lie i think since i was like seven years old yeah yeah i don't know if it started for them to be able to like communicate to each other what they were doing Mm. but then they kept showing shots of everyone like with their hand behind their back fingers crossed Mm -hmm. i was like get out of here (laughs) and they didn't even need to put him behind their back because he wasn't even looking at him so yeah right yeah (laughs) just in case i don't know I was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> but he didn't get voted out, Scott. I was say it worked out for him. Yeah. It did work out for him. So maybe he's yeah, lucky. Out. I don't know. <laughs> Another note from this challenge, like we'll we'll maybe talk about it. should I save it till no, we'll do it now. The um this is like an all-timer, another all-timer of an immunity challenge. Like you've got you know, so Sari and Eric drop for a, a bowl of gummy worms, right? Um, Ozzy drops for three donuts. The coup de gras is after five hours. Amanda's like, and Jeff, Jeff is like sitting there on a log, like, dear God, end this. Amanda's just like, Jeff, I think I'm done. I have to pee. And he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I have to pee. Like- it seems like he's not even like paying attention. Like Jeff is like zoned out of yeah. what's yeah. going on. And Amanda's like Jeff, and Jeff has this moment of like, "Oh crap, I'm hosting Survivor." Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> and those, then she like sprints off into the jungle to you know, a lead, you know, you would assume take care of business. <laughs> um, but before that, I pulled this clip because this also freaking killed me. So there's a, a couple back to back moments where like. Jeff is bringing something out, but he does not yet reveal it. And in the like Mm -hmm. anticipation, both Alexis and Natalie drop out before he like reveals the thing and says, if you drop out, you can have this. So they drop out right before, but don't get it. And James is over there cutting up and is like, (laughs) I pulled the audio clip here. Um, But right after two people drop without um, getting the reward, this happens to James. (laughs) That would suck. Oh, bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's perfect. It's so good. <laughs> and also, I've never heard somebody curse like that. <laughs> he uses, he says, oh, bitch. <laughs> 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 I just love, I love this stuff. It's, it's a, a whole story in eight seconds of audio right here. <laughs> that would suck. Oh, bitch! 
<laughs> you hear the water coming down too. It's, right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's an all-time James episode. <laughs> uh, who hasn't gone? Emily, have you gone? Uh, no. No. Highlight. Highlight moment. Highlight from the episode. Oh yeah, I know where we are now. I got really <laughs> focused on the challenge. I know. Um, I mean, we'll talk about it. We could talk about it now, I guess, but truly just the end. Like, mm -hmm. I felt like my heart was racing. I was like, what's going to happen? Because I didn't know if Ozzy would play his idol. Mm -hmm. This um, was a top tier tribal council, like, reveal. Bananas. Yeah. It was bananas. Great vote stacking where he leads mm -hmm. you to yeah. believe it's a, a, you know, a full on stack on Ozzy and, or on Jason, and then he reverts it. Yeah, what did you think? Did you think going into Tribal this was going to carry out, or did you think this was like an elaborate misdirection? I I just didn't know. And the thing was, before they went to Tribal, they had a little interview with Ozzy, and he was like, I mean, people could target me. I I might pack my idol at the last minute, but I feel like I'm in a good spot, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then um, at, the ch or at Tribal, they just kept asking, Jeff kept asking questions like, do you feel safe? Do you think you should play your idol? I was like, don't lead him on. Like, let's see how this yeah. happens. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff oh, wants him man. to play his idol so he's bad. Yeah, yeah, he really does. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff is just so convinced that like, we need someone to play an idol effectively for once. And so he's trying to convince Ozzy to do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. It is really cool when it happens. This doesn't happen very is. often. <laughs> yeah. This is someone. I, I think it's the last episode. It could be this episode where Jeff asks Ozzy, like, everybody knows you have it. Like, does that put a bigger target on your back? And like, Ozzy responds in the way every survivor does in that they think that immunity idol means something. <laughs> but like, if you look at it on a macro scale, like his response should be, I don't know. How many people have you seen use this effectively? Like, does it actually matter? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, also in that tribal council, I, I queued this part up because another excellent James moment from this episode. Um, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna run this audio part here. So James, you guys made a deal with the devil in a sense. You either stick to that deal and vote one of yourself out, or you renege on that deal and vote the guy out you said you wouldn't vote out. Either way, the person who gets snuffed goes to the jury. Now they're frustrated. You know, just because you've gotten on everybody's nerves, don't make a donut go make it better. You really can't expect to appease everybody over a donut. So if you tip somebody with a donut and they say, oh, yeah, sure, they might just want a damn donut. <laughs> I freaking love it. Ice cold. I love it. Really that. was. So good. They might just want a damn donut. <laughs> Amazing. Oh boy, oh boy. Okay, let's go ahead and, and come through uh, the episode piece by piece here and some of the larger um, things that have yet to be um, addressed. So, Jason kind of says here at the top, and this looks to be the case going forward, that his whole strategy is just to beat out Ozzy at challenges. Um, and he's clearly like the low man on the totem pole, but now... After the the conclusion of this episode, right, Ozzy, who his main competition and challenges is gone. We said that Ozzy could run the table. Jason has beaten Ozzy. Um, and the infighting has begun. I'm curious if we think that Jason's someone who could maybe do a J star it, right? And like 
slide now that people are starting to point targets at each other? Or do we think that Jason's the next one gone? Emily didn't understand that reference. I was and- like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, millennials for Gen X. Jay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) everyone's favorite survivor. I was thinking for no reason you're talking about like keyboard shortcuts. Oh, (laughs) like what's J Star? (laughs) What happened? What is the short? What does J Star do? Nothing. It just makes a J and an A. Opens the cupboard in Narnia. Yeah, probably. Um, Oh wow! I'm here. So I I think that like. I think Jason has some decent cover um, in getting rid of Ozzy. There's going to be a big rift between yeah. the people who Ozzy was aligned with and the people that were like in the know uh, and w- weren't in the know. Um, like Harvey definitely made a decision here about who she's going to run with. And that didn't include Amanda or James. Yeah. So like, that's a real problem for Parvati. It's a real problem for Amanda and James. Jason seems easy enough to get out. Like, I, I don't know. Even if he runs the table, like he's just kind of carried. Sure. I, I don't know that he even like wins survivor. If he's made, if he makes it to the final. Mm-hmm. So I, I think Jason has a lot of really good cover here. Um, but at the same time, if Harvard is trying to smooth things over, Jason's in trouble. Yeah. Does Jason even have like go potential here as like, Oh, he's somebody you want to take to the end because you're going to beat him now, right? I mean, he might. I think there are other people that you could like. I I know that people have called that Alexis, but like you could bring Natalie to the final. Like, and at this point, what has Natalie actually done? Sure. Um, you know, so like there there are other people. So it's not even like he's just the one goat. Like Natalie is almost the epitome of a purple edit. She's just near people who get edited into the show. Sure. Yeah. Um. Speaks with the British accent every once in a while. She does. She does. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. Jason's in a weird position. He has... I, I think Jason has almost no... He is no more power than he did before. I don't think he has any less, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Scott, Jason's on your tribe. What do you think about um, his story going forward? So I think... Yeah, if, even if there is like that, like power vacuum, like at the top, like this rush, this Game of Thrones, like deal to try to get the power of mm-hmm. like the tribe. I'm not sure Jason, like at this point, like strategically, has enough to like take advantage of that. <laughs> I don't like nothing against. Like, I don't know. I just have not seen him really like yeah. be an active participant in the game beyond like. Yeah, he did win the immunity challenge, but before that, like besides that, like he's not really done that much. So I don't know. It would it'd be surprising to me to see him all of a sudden flip a switch and like go on a tear. If this season is like Game of Thrones, who is the Daenerys Targaryen? I've never seen Game of Thrones, so <laughs> is it... I don't think any of us have. That means Alex is the only person on this okay. call who's seen Game of Thrones. Don't worry, I'll carry the <laughs> enough about it that oh, I would say I think I, I know how it ends but. <laughs> yeah I think it, it, it's probably Parvati but maybe maybe Parvati is the Cersei and Ceres the Daenerys Targaryen who unites the factions 
Okay. See, I now think we're I'm going to go. Who's, who's, who's the one that drinks and thinks or whatever it is? Uh, um, knows things. Yeah, Tyrion. Tyrion. So that's Ciri. Ah. I drink and know things. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Tyrion kind of has a rough, like, last <laughs> Again, I've never seen this <laughs> yeah. before. People who are like, big fans are like, oh, this is so painful. James um, is the hound, just by sheer volume. Of a man. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, 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 I know. What's the younger girl who has the sword? Yeah, Arya. I think that's Alexis. Ooh. Not today. <laughs> what do we right? say to the god of death? Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that scene. Oh, it's gone too soon. <laughs> um,. Quick survivor fashion check. Is Natalie wearing her bikini top over a tank top? Yes. yes. What's the utility of this? I noticed that she changed her outfit for the challenge. She yeah. just took the tank top away. I have no idea what that's about. I think I think what's happening is Natalie is pretty busty and she needs <laughs> to control him. <laughs> could be but Listen, she just doesn't joke. want to wear the bikini like up against her skin anymore because she's been doing that for 20 uh, that, some odd that actually i did think about that like if you had to wear a bikini top for a month yeah that's gotta you probably get yeah you probably get like sore yeah like, you probably get chafed or something you probably yeah. want to like mix it up sometimes that's probably why they're wearing their buffs like shirt so often yeah there's probably like some legitimate like ethical health concerns about all that yeah I mean, I don't know. Never thought about it, but that's a that's a real thing. We need I'm Eric to I talk was, about I'm this. I'm glad I was the one who could uh, shed some light on this <laughs> yeah. situation. I was getting there. Listen, <laughs> we need we, we need to wear a bra for a month. We would all die. Be a lot. My back might actually feel better if I had to wear a bra for a month. So, perhaps you should try it out. Report back, the bro. <laughs> I'm watching Seinfeld right now. It's a Seinfeld <laughs> reference. <laughs> the um, man's ear. Sorry. Man's ear. That's good. I have to make a note. Um, this challenge, the reward challenge with like the symbols, um, I think I would do really well at this because I've done Destiny 2 raids, and most of that is just <laughs> memorizing the location of symbols that look really similar to each other. Um. Let's talk about okay, let's let's go to the reward here, which is a one of the longest reward sequences we've ever gotten, which normally I would be like, ugh, cut it out. But it's excellent. It's very entertaining. Yeah. Eric comes out of nowhere and gives us this like excellent narration of the whole experience. Um I queued up perhaps the high point of this for us. Um, to take in. Here we go. I found it interesting that all their women were topless. I'm sitting there ready to eat my food and the lunch lady doesn't have a shirt on. Oh my gosh. That was a little culturally interesting for me. I mean, it wasn't a huge deal, but that's the most boobs I've probably seen in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I just love, I love how Eric is given the, like, just the total, um, 
kid in a candy sh- sh- like store edit the entire season and <laughs> this time it's about like trying micronesian beer and <laughs> seeing lots of breasts <laughs> i i really wish that like eric was a better strategizer yeah. and actual like survivor because he is so he, he's so he's become my favorite like person to listen to explain what's going on because mm-hmm. he's just so fun and like just sense of wonder about everything i think ozzy talks about that like just sense of wonder and awe about whatever's happening and yeah. it's just like so chill he he's very like he's like a lot of woo energy mm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah scott i'm interested in what you think like this is the most we get this whole reward from Eric's perspective, right? Like it's the Eric spotlight, um, which is some of the most visibility we've gotten from him this whole season. Like, what do you think about Eric's chances here in the end game? Right? Like, do you see him as a late emerging potential um, winner candidate? Well, maybe I'll give the like ultimate physical therapy answer. It depends. Um, (laughs) Um, I could see it like at this point, like in this whole game, like there's very few people I could like not see doing something. It just it, like Eric is somebody I could see doing pretty well in the game. He just has to like play his cards right and like mm-hmm. be ready to strike, especially now that Ozzy's gone. Right. Um, it's all up for grabs, I think. And I think it's just whoever's best positioned themselves to like take advantage of that mm-hmm. will do well. And I think Eric could do it. I think he's knows enough about the game to definitely go far if he wants to. Yeah. Emily, what's your take on Eric um, and his chances in the game or just what we've gotten from him to this point as a, um, as a contestant? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think he does have this kind of like naivety about him Mm -hmm. and whether that's more edit than reality i'm not sure but i think the fact that he's made it this far and that he did get in with ozzy is notable Mm -hmm. because i know when he was kind of on the chopping block he basically just tattled on amy and he seemed a little bit desperate and i know ozzy picked up on that but after that he and ozzy like had a respect Mm -hmm. for one another that i think I mean, he managed to do that. That was pretty impressive. So, I don't know. I think he... I think he has an opportunity to do something, but mm-hmm. I don't. I wouldn't say he's a shoe-in. Another good soundbite from Eric during this part is he, on the airplane ride over to the reward location, he says that he's never heard of Yap, but also a lot of people haven't heard of Pinckney, Michigan, so... <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was nice. <laughs> it was good. Um, okay, let's talk about the the kind of the division here of the main alliance, right? It remains to be seen if they um, kind of re-coalesce and work together or if things are indefinitely split now. But on one side, right, you've got... So of from this vote, you had Parvati, Sari, Alexis, Natalie, and uh, who's the fifth? Jason yeah. voting together. And then on the other side, James, Ozzy, Amanda, and Eric. So theoretically, right, you've got 
the coalition of Parvati Sari, Natalie Alexis on one side, you've got the group of Eric, James, Amanda on the other. And and numbers aside here, which um which group do you think is maybe in a better position when you think about some of the free agents or the flexibility that may be in store? Um, if you were to put your money on any one person or any one division of that of that large alliance, um, what are you putting your chips down on? Scott, do you have are you leaning one way or the other? I'm I'm just thinking about it. Um <laughs> I don't know. I'm not very good at betting. <laughs> you probably shouldn't then. Yeah. Um, I think I think if I'm going to put my I think I would go roll my dice. I'd like go with Sari and Parvati. Mm-hmm. Because I think that they're like strategically the most inclined right now in the yeah. game. Um. And I just feel like, like if they really stay together, like that that group could do some damage. Mm-hmm. Looking forward, do you expect like um, Amanda and Eric and James, for instance, to work with Suri Parv, Alexis, Natalie, or some um, combination of those groups working with one another going forward, or do you think you've got a hard split? I don't know. They have they have too much experience to not do not to just go down like I feel like that's not it. I don't I feel like they will have a counterplay, but I don't know. I'm excited to see it though. This is I this is like the first returning player season we've watched and mm-hmm. like I don't know. It's cool cuz like you know that they're going to have like I just feel like they're going to have an answer in some way. Sure. I don't know what that answer is, but mm-hmm. Emily, do you see uh, the possibility of, like, even narrowing it down? Do you think Amanda and Parvati, who were um, in lockstep at the early parts of the game, do you think they work together again further down the road, or do you think that that bond's kind of been um, severed? Yeah, I don't know, because the most interesting thing to me is Parvati, Alexis, and Natalie. Mm -hmm. I think that they could have some sway. But I don't know if Amanda would be on board with actually joining them. Mm-hmm. I think she's just been very blindsided. So, I mean, I know that's like not a good answer. I think they could work together, but I'm not sure that they will. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they'll come back from this because Parvati already made Amanda mad and uncomfortable with this alliance. Yeah. And she voted out Ozzy. And so I think for Amanda, she might be like, there's no turning back. Yeah. Um, I think that's like this move is ahead of its time in a lot of ways, right? In the like blindsiding nature of it, but I also think about the way that Sari and Parvati like set up this what is effectively a voting block, right? Something that we're talking about, mm-hmm. you know, seventeen seasons down the line, right? Where you're getting like a portion of your alliance, and even some people from the counter alliance. And saying, hey, for this vote, let's team up and vote Ozzy out, right? Um, I couldn't help but think about that when this was coming into um yeah, coming into being, like pulling Jason 
your enemy, so to speak, right, into this plan seemed like something that was really galaxy brained thinking for this point in Survivor's life. Um, also wanted to call out James' confessional that <laughs> aired in the episode when he votes for Jason, which turns out to not be as satisfying as it could be. But he votes for Jason and he says, I thought I was the dumbest survivor ever. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, also, Eliza is the perfect jury member because her reactions are through the roof <laughs> when stuff is happening, which is great. Um, I got another little survivor fun fact here. This is a pretty improbable statistic. But this tribal council um, is the first episode of Amanda's survivor career in which she attends a tribal council, but does not vote for the person who's voted out. Wow. So throughout real? all impressive. of China and all of Micronesia to this point, she's never voted incorrectly. This is the first time she's ever been on the wrong side of the votes. That is wow. crazy. Right? Holy cow. Yeah, no wonder she's so shaken up. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what fallout comes of that. Um, anything else from this episode before we move on to our fantasy survivor portion? Where do we go from here, gang? What, what do we think? We're down to final eight, right? Um, in the home stretch of the season, if I, if I force your hands right now to make like, tell me like what the final, uh, group is and who wins. It's prediction time. Uh Uh-oh. Who wants Ooh. to do the honors? Tell us, tell us who beats who in the in final tribal. In this era, it's like final two or final three. You don't really know. Um we, we don't know if it's a final two or final three. That is correct. Okay. Was China a final three or final two? It was a final three. Okay. I think Okay, I'm I'm gonna throw this out there. I think that Sari, Parvati, and Amanda are our final three. Okay. And I think Parvati wins with a majority, like just a, a straight up majority of the votes, and then Sari and Amanda split the, the rest of them. Interesting. Okay. Scott, what do you think? See I think Parvati wins as well. Okay. Interesting. Um, and I was also going to say, I think she beats like Amanda or something. Okay. But I don't know. Emily, what about you? So I also think Parvati will win. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. Wow. Y'all see my fantasy team, right? <laughs> you want to trade Parvati, by the way? You, should, you shouldn't be riding my coattails like this. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, she's on my team, so I want her to win. But I think she has a good chance. I think she's in a great position. I think mm-hmm. what you said, Adam, is interesting. Like who she go to the end with. I would, I would also see like Alexis going. So I'm basing my know. final three off of so Amanda, Parvati, and Sari had a conversation in order to vote off. Yeah, man. It was a while back. Something like that. Like way back, like in episode like three or something yeah. like that. 
And so I'm basing this entirely off of the idea that somehow that alliance still remains true. You you would think that Sir or that Parvati would beat Sari in a final tribal. I think so. I think I think the problem with Sari is her game is so subtle mm-hmm. that at the end of the day, Parvati is the more overt like survivor. Sure. And I think that's just what it comes down to. I think like we, we talk about this all the time is the, the ability to explain how you got here mm-hmm. on your own volition is really hard to do yeah. when you're not like over about it along the way. And it's hard to get there if you're over. Yeah. So like Harvardy has made decisions, has made moves that are obvious. Everyone sees them. Mm-hmm. Sari has made some amazing plays, but they're so subtle. Mm-hmm. It's almost it's almost too subtle. Interesting. We shall see. Uh, let's tally up the totals for this episode's fantasy scoring. Adam, Eric, and Natalie brought you in a total of 20 points this episode. Why does it matter? Why do we... Why do we... <laughs> We're just wasting we just time like on this. We like to hear about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Broke 400! <laughs> yeah, that's right. Finally over the threshold. Um, Emily, your tribe of Sari, Parvati, and Ozzy took in 35 for you this episode on the strength of Parvati's immunity challenge. Victory and Scott, your um, your stable of four of James, Amanda, Jason, and Alexis pulled in 40, making our totals at this point 415 to 600 to 615. So Scott... 15 points up over Emily's tribe at this point. We're nearing the end of of the game here, folks, but trades are still available. Um, Is anybody interested in in making a trade or should we just yada yada on past this? I mean, I'll trade anybody for anybody. I don't even care. <laughs> hey, Emily, do you want to trade Parvati? Yeah, I was going to say, now that we've all agreed that Parvati is going to win it, I think I'm going to stick with her things. <laughs> all right. Sounds like we're standing pat. Um, Seriously, just consider consider my my team the waiver wire here. Like, yeah, let's yeah. Go. <laughs> anybody want an Eric or an Natalie? Rising stocks, though, from those two. Um, goats and participation trophies. Scott, would you like to do the honors? Sure. My goat is Suri. Mm-hmm. For organizing the hit. Yeah. Following following through on it. Participation trophy. I'm giving it to Jason for <laughs> even though he didn't get voted out, just the just the thought of the movie made. Yeah. He got lucky, but <laughs> that was dumb as heck. <laughs> Emily, what about you? I love the idea of Saria's goat. I was thinking Parvati just because she won that challenge that was awful. Yeah. And she did flip on her alliance to vote out Ozzy. Yeah. That was that was a move. This, this is what I'm talking about. This is why I think the jury would vote for poverty over Sari. Oh, sure. I know. <laughs> I don't want to be this way. I love Sari. She's great. Yeah, she is. Also, she survived Exile Island, mm-hmm. which was terrible. Yeah. She, you know what? Now I'm convincing myself otherwise. I think I'm going to go with Sari. Okay. She was gone the whole time and still managed to sway the vote. That's, That's true. 
It's true. Yeah. That's sorry. She, she's, she's so an, subtle. She's an exile until immunity. And she yeah, still she's sways still the vote. Like, come on. Yeah, she she's the goat. That's Harvardy is close second. Though, Very close. She really did endure. Um and then yeah, I'm gonna give my participation trophy to Eric. Okay. Just because of his his experience at <laughs> at the reward. At, at the, yeah. At the, reward he did participate in the reward he, he participated and i mean it in two cents two different senses of the word like he did a great job participating in the reward and it was yeah. really lovely and also he did not do a good job <laughs> he participated a little so, bit too much you could say yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> adam what about you yeah i mean series ago in this one poverty is a very close second yeah. but like Suri gets my vote for this uh, and I'm sorry, you go out with an idol in your pocket, you get participation trophy. Oh. Ozzy gets my participation trophy. Yeah, I think that's yeah, fair. Yeah, I guess I kind of like that too. Lots of options. I think Eric's a great choice. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think Jason's a great choice. But yeah. that's that's where my head's at. People yep. really showed up today. Um, I'm going to go off board here and give my goat to Eric because um, he's <laughs> never seen more boobs in his life. And... <laughs> <laughs> that's worthy of a point if anything that's something to be celebrated <laughs> that's something to be celebrated <laughs> life is pain you know you gotta squeeze all the joy out of it that you can <laughs> um, I'm also gonna give my participation trophy to Ozzy for the reasons that Adam outlined um, didn't see it coming at all maybe he should have but you know it was a masterful blindside in any case, very good. yes. Ozzy should have played the idol, even if he was like fairly confident. This sure. was a very, but yeah, that's what we amazing. That's what we've decided as a consensus. I think is like if you sniff even a little bit off, and you've got the idol, just freaking burn it. Just burn it. You're not. You're not going to play it well. So yeah, just, you might as well just so, play it. Be so safe. burn it when you think you're in trouble. Right. <laughs> just be safe about it. The smallest whip. You move on. <laughs> All right. Anything else from this episode before we close this one out? All right. Uh, Thanks for listening. And next time on Outwatch, we will continue our rewatch of Survivor Micronesia. We are on the home stretch. Next, we've got episode 11 titled I'm Ruthless and Have a Smile on My Face. We'll see what that one's all about next time. Make sure that you are following or subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your pods. Um, And check out listener support in the link in our bio or the description to this episode. Um, You can give us cash so that we can continue to make this podcast. Uh, Your support means the world to us. Thank you to our existing supporters show wouldn't be possible without you. Um, Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.